This week's parsha is Parsha's Kairach, and this week's video is sponsored Le'ili Nishmas, the Boston Rebbe Zatzal, Harav Pinchas Dove Ben Reb Moshe, and Le'ili Nishmas, Reb Chaim Meir Ben Reb Menachem Menvel, and also Le'ili Nishmas, Reb Yeruchem Feshel Ben Rebari David. The Medrash tells us how Kairach wished to undermine the entire leadership of Kal Yisrael and Moshe Rabbeinu and all the laws of the Torah by innocently asking a question about Tcheles, about Tzitzis, and while it, seems like an in, while it seemed like an innocent question, Moshe Rabbeinu understood the intent of what Kairach was trying to do. And his strategy and his arguments were similar to many of the antagonists of Kali Yisrael throughout the ages, including the Enlightenment, the reformists of the Maskilim, and they all hold no weight. All the arguments that they have have no weight. It's just seemingly an innocent question that they're trying to get us to question our beliefs in Judaism and in the Torah. There's a story I heard from Rabbi Akiva Eisenstadt. He said that there was a bunch of Mir Yeshiva boys in the 1970s that went to play football by Brighton Beach. And as they were playing, an older man approached them with a gruff an angry-looking dog, and he seemed a little menacing. Sensing that there was trouble, they started uh, backing away and started packing up to leave. But as he got to them, he asked them, Boys, what yeshiva are you from? And they said, Mir yeshiva. He said, what are you learning? They said, Mitzachta Nadarim. Now this guy looked nothing like a Jew. Nothing. And yet he started to rattle off the first eight blot of Mitzachta Nadarim. And then he started reciting other Mitzachtas as well, and he knew them cold. The boys were astounded. How could this be? Who is this guy? When they asked him for his story, he sadly replied, I was a young bacher learning under the famous Rebbe Wasserman in Baranovich, Yeshiva in Europe. And when I first came to Yeshiva, I didn't really know much. But after two years of working hard and studying all day and night the Talmud, I knew Nashim, Meseder Nashim and Ezekim by heart. And I was one of the crown jewels of the Yeshiva. Then one day, we heard the news of a bunch of maskilim, enlightenment reformists that wanted to schmooze and talk about Yiddishkeit. They were in the center of town and we were incensed. We wanted to go fight them and debate them. But when we got there, the exact opposite happened. They were well-dressed and well-spoken. They were smart. They asked certain questions that I didn't necessarily have the answers to. And slowly but surely it affected me. And I ended up joining them and I met a nice girl who wasn't Jewish, but ended up marrying her, raising a family. And by the time I realized what I had done, it was many years too late. But you boys, enjoy your yeshiva, enjoy your zman. And with that, he walked off. An innocent question. What is it? That's all. Just trying to, I'm just asking. That's all they say, right? I'm just asking. But Kairach had an agenda. And Moshe Rabbeinu promised swift retribution against anyone who joins Kairach's rebellion. And Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky writes that Moshe Rabbeinu didn't consult Hashem when he said that an open miracle will befall all the people who join Kairach. For Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, how could Moshe Rabbeinu do that? How could he jeopardize and risk all that mattered if let's say Hashem wouldn't have performed the miracle? He didn't ask Hashem if he would or wouldn't. What would happen if Hashem wouldn't join, perform the miracle? Then Moshe Rabbeinu would seem as if he wasn't an agent of God that God wasn't directing him what to do. Dr. Byakov Kamenetsky, that Moshe Rabbeinu had no choice. Because if his own contemporaries 
around him in his own generation didn't believe him and trust in him and could challenge him without due process, then any generation later on who never met Moshe Rabbeinu would have so many more questions. So Moshe Rabbeinu had to risk his reputation and the Torahs in order to put Kairach in the ground, literally, because that way nobody will ever question the authenticity and the legitimacy of the Torah ever again. Our job in this world is to stand up for Torah. We are the Jews. We behold the Torah. When we see someone acting out against it, we must act against that. When we talk to Bizeichet, a beautiful Shabbos. Good Shabbos.